How many genders are there? I don't know. I just got here. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you wore shack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground. This is episode 82. I'm David Lacey, and I'm joined once again by Joseph. I'm off today. Wild West pimp style. Nations. And this is the show where we remind you. Politics ruins everything. Joseph, how are you doing on this Easter Sunday? Man, happy Easter. I'm doing well, man. I'm just here to let the good people know that if they want to support us, they can go to the show notes. They can click our direct.me link and there they'll find all of our social media handles or find our uh, PayPal donation lead, our Bitcoin wallet address, and they'll find our YouTube channel, Odyssey channel. And we like to utilize here a value for value system where you can donate in the form of your time, talent, and treasure based off of any value you feel like you're getting from us. You could set up a $1 reoccurring payment on PayPal. You can go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, comment, like our videos, engage with us. We respond back. And as we have said last week, you know, once we start getting donations and we're, you know, able to take this to actually being a part time job or eventually full time, the content will get better. So if you like us, just figure out the best way you can support us. And the best three things are downloading our episodes, sharing our podcast and our YouTube channel everywhere by word of mouth on social media and donating. That was great. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you uh, script that? I did not. Okay, that was really good. Just off, man, I'm so, I'm a professional now, David. I need to like pull that segment out and use it for things now. I need Do to, it. to try to see if I can make a note of it because I think that's the best you've done so far with that section. Ooh, man, you're just in a very encouraging mood today, aren't <laughs> Am you? I? Man, you're just building up, building up this house over here. Yeah, well, I mean, somebody's got to encourage people, right? Because it's definitely not coming from a lot of other mainstream sources. Nope, so. certainly not. Uh, yeah, so welcome back, everybody. We're uh, we're gonna uh, these shows this week will be slightly shorter, more than likely, uh, just because of Easter weekend and schedules being kind of crazy. But we wanted to make sure we got some of the more important news to you guys, and there were a couple things that we just wanted to talk about. So we'll just go ahead and jump into it, and. You know, the first thing that we need to discuss is that the media, at least to some degree, seems like they don't want Rona to completely go away. Uh, and we got a story from ITV News uh, about these new COVID camps popping up in, what is, it, is this Shanghai? Shanghai, yeah, yeah. Shanghai. Here we go. These are the grim conditions in which tens of thousands of people are being quarantined in Shanghai. This footage was taken by Thomas Venet, who was sent to one of the city's so-called COVID camps after testing positive last Saturday. Fortunately, now I'm perfectly healthy, so it's easier maybe to, to go through this. But I'm surrounded with people who are sick, who are always coughing. I don't know if you can hear the noise, like right now. Uh, it's like this every three seconds. He told me it's like living in a box and said there's an atmosphere of tension and anger, partly due to sleep deprivation. We have no windows, so we don't know if it's day or night. 
we, uh, we cannot go outside, we cannot breathe the fresh air. These big lights in front of me, uh, I mean, on the top of me, they never, ever turn off or... Yeah, it's always, even at 2, 3, 5 a.m., it's always the same. With case numbers still rising, there's no sign yet of the lockdown working. And in recent days, the extreme and in some cases cruel actions of the authorities have been exposed. The relatives of this elderly man wheeled his bed in front of their community management office to try and get him taken to hospital. But because he wasn't sick with COVID, he was ignored and he subsequently died. This woman was distraught after being told she might be separated from her baby. You take us away but leave a four-month-old child who is still breastfed at home? What are you trying to do? Do you want him to die? Millions of people are also down to their last rations of food. Local deliveries are promised over the weekend, but the supply chain issues stemming from here will be far-reaching. The port of Shanghai is the busiest in the world and activity has dropped by 30%. There is hardly a product or trade that will not be impacted. There are currently more than 20 Chinese cities in some level of lockdown. That covers an estimated 193 million people. Good night. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot going on in China. It's really interesting. They're really going through like round two of this i mean this is big as far as i can tell this is kind of big round two right because they escalated way early on um and we were hearing all sorts of stories coming out of that like um and there's other things going on too they've been talking again about like killing people's like house pets and Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff like that uh but yeah the covid camps are the really interesting thing to me and um i i'm not sure exactly what you were kind of picking up with that but you know they were talking about um how the lights never go off right so you can see yes. from, you can see in the video and and you can as always guys the clips that we play they're always in the show notes so you can always go and if there's video footage you can go watch it for yourself um but they uh the lights never go off in those rooms and they look really bright and then the windows are all are, there are no windows essentially and so people are getting angry. There's apparently like sleep deprivation going on. Um, it's crazy. It's like, uh, I don't know. There's almost like not words for it. And then that so many people, especially people who aren't like natives to Shanghai or China in general, that are getting put in these camps. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. So other countries are just kind of like cool with this. <laughs> right. That's that's one of the first things I thought, along with, you know, the sleep deprivation, you know, that's a tactic used. And it's, you know, when you're not able to get quality sleep, that affects your health. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's wrong on many levels. But of course, you know, this is China. So, you know, the government there uh, is used to committing, you know, horrible atrocities and, you know, the virus of unknown origins as the critical critical drinker likes to say other people <laughs> too um wink wink the wuhan flu um you know it's just one of the things i was thinking about is how the media doesn't want this to go away and when you pull up yep. twitter you know even though all these you know regulations and you know whatever bull crap they're pushing has fallen through here that covid 19 tab up there has remained active Yep. The entire time when you go to explore on Twitter, you have the for you section trending COVID-19 news, sports, entertainment. And this isn't a bash Twitter, uh, you know, little episode. But 
I kind of think those things at the top, you should be able to edit and choose what you want and everything, but they're permanent, just mm-hmm. like with the election, just like with different things, and they're meant to divide. Yeah. That's the purpose. Yeah, absolutely. And Twitter is an arm of the government. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. No all, two ways around it. We've talked about that on plenty of episodes. It's like all of these companies have been getting government mm-hmm. subsidies. And it's like we were talking about with Elon last week. I know that everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's going to take the, the company like private or whatever. And some, you know, people have agreements or disagreements about whether that's a good thing or not. Um, but it's like he's still going to be getting government money, guys. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. It's so weird. Um, and I know people have like theories about what's going to happen once he takes over. Because uh, it looks more and more like they're going to go for it. Because at least from what No Agenda was saying, that if uh, the company doesn't potentially take his bid uh, to buy them out, it could tank the stock and ruin the company anyway. Um, yeah, so it's it's very it's very interesting. Um, oh, that's so great! Yeah, he's got he's got them in a bit of a uh, a choke pickle. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I don't you know. love to see it, don't you? Yeah, you, yeah. You, it's one of those things. It's like y'all, you you mess with the wrong guy. Like, just you couldn't. It, 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 Apparently, people, he's good friends with the Babylon Bee people, and when they got suspended, that's what sent him on this crusade, so to say. Hey, you don't mess with people's uh, funnies. You know what I mean? Nope. It's like he's getting a chuckle out of them, and then they're gone, and he's like. Oh no, that's the final straw. Yeah. <laughs> what what gets people Dude, is always really interesting. Just imagine how like it's amazing how much the Babylon Bee has grown since we've yeah. been in college and first, you know, they started out just dashing, you know, Christians and everything. Yeah, like and, uh, uh that one of the first ones I remember seeing was that one about Stephen Furtick having a water slide in <laughs> in his baptismal or whatever. Yes. Um, I, I occasionally miss those days because they, they went through that phase of like Oh, this is pretty great. Like they're just poking fun at all of these different churches for the weird stuff that they do, right? Mm-hmm. And like preachers and sneakers was kind of born out of that too. Yeah. And then uh, they went through this phase of kind of just shilling for Trump. Yep. Which was like, uh, like they got bought out, and then it was like, uh, like this is yeah, funny. The original creator of Babylon B got bought out by Seth Dillon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think that's right. And they just kind of went a little too hard on the like political side, the political of, it. side of it, especially when it was very one sided. And I wonder if their original thought was like, hey, we'll be the antithesis of what's normally out there, like the onion or whatever. And then it just mm-hmm. kind of came off as being lame. But then at some point, I don't know if they like hired the right people or what was going on over there, but they really start to hit their stride. And it's still. Yep. It, it's still hit or miss for me sometimes, but we've even played a couple of the clips on there. Like the vaccinate me Elmo was their thing, <laughs> which was great. I mean, that was, that was top notch yeah, uh, so. stuff that's come out of them. So, Oh, gotta love it. But yeah, um, it, you're right. I, I think they don't totally want this COVID thing to go away because there were rumors for a long time that they were going to be doing, uh, they were going to try the, the, uh, shutdowns again for like yes. climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, and but never stuck. Yeah, it, it's not going to stick. People aren't. No one. Okay, look. People are done with it now. Yeah. The well, the dirty secret of climate change in particular is that uh, people only take it seriously as long as it doesn't affect their everyday life. Mm-hmm. So they will put this sort of uh, moral superiority on when it comes to like, oh, the polar bears or whatever. But the minute you're like, hey, are you willing to like? give up parts of your daily life because of this people are gonna be like nah no way yeah 
Exactly. Um, well, I think we've already talked about too. You know, the kind of the questions we have surrounding climate change, and it, it seems yeah. to only be one side of the argument you ever hear. And you know, until recently, um, when I say recently, the past year or two, I've been looking to different climatologists who actually disagree with uh, the established narrative. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the interesting things too was just asking the questions: if all these, you know, establishment media types you know you know obama you know the news media and cetera talk about climate change why are they constantly buying beachfront property exactly yeah that's the big one man that's a, that would be a bad why is that stuff investment. not yeah why is that stuff not like pennies on the dollar if that's yeah. the case right exactly um and you know they again it, it, the climate thing has been really interesting and i, I it'll always be around and I, it's the same way like i think the covid stuff at least to some degree will always be around because mm-hmm. You know, I think the big one for most people, especially in our generation, uh, was around what was it like oh three oh four when um, I was gonna say Bill Gates, but that's not right. Who did the uh, that Al documentary? Gore? Al Gore. Yeah. Well, do you remember what the name of that documentary was? I cannot remember. The Inconvenient it. Truth. Yeah. Um, he put that out, and everybody was kind of going like full tilt on the climate stuff. Uh. And you're kind of people would say all these things all the time, like, oh, the climate's terrible and all these things are happening. But again, just kind of like COVID, you're walking out of your house every day and you're like, uh, I don't know, man, I'm still alive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, It doesn't seem like things are getting bad. I mean, we just had a historic blizzard here. So exactly. And I, I I think the, the, the thing that has to be said alongside this is that it's, it's not as if we don't care about the environment it's one of those things that it's it's not Speak for yourself i don't care yeah. about the environment <laughs> well it, it's I, i've had the, what's funny is i've had this conversation in like small groups before or whatever where someone was like yeah well christians don't care about the environment and i was like okay well that's kind of a generalization um and also it was like i would be interested in talking with those people because i think it's pretty clear um in especially if you're going to argue for um sort of like the man and woman argument from genesis then mm-hmm. it's clear that God is also asking people to take care of what you've been the given, planet. including yep. the planet. Yeah. Um, it's simple. It's like that doesn't mean that you have to do what the government is saying, because as you and I have both talked about a lot, it's like they they tend to just be wrong in everything that they do um, and make it worse and make it worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, you look at everything they've been doing now with like electric vehicles and it's like if drilling oil out of the earth is bad, then it seems like mining like lithium or whatever they're doing to get the battery, uh, the batteries for these electric vehicles out of the earth. It's like, is that not also damaging things like that's Yeah. And and that's the, the question, right? Is it's like, Hey, like there has to be some sort of comparison here, but nobody wants to talk about that because, and I think you and I have talked about it on the show before, Mm -hmm. um, Everyone just looks at the end result, right? They go, look, this car doesn't use gas at all, and look how far it can go. This will be so much better for the earth. Meanwhile, they're like making uh, child workers dig out the the lithium from the ground mm-hmm. um, in, in these other countries. And I, I think that's – you and I have always kind of talked about this, and it's, it's something that I – want to try to be as close to as possible, but uh, just being consistent in the things that I – believe right yeah or like in arguments as best as you can as, as like, best you with can because with the knowledge that you have exactly because like you said like or with having the knowledge you have like sometimes new information comes out and you're like okay well this might change things for me 
right? Yep. This might move me slightly in a different direction with a certain subject. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really just about having that inconsistency because, again, like with the climate change thing, there's always these arguments there where you're like, uh, oh, well, I don't want you to drill. It's like, okay, well, if they're digging all this lithium out of the ground too, it's like, where's that fall on your line of no drilling, right? Well, I think too is people, you know, the everyday person not asking questions. They just blindly on both sides yeah. uh, uh, agree with experts when they talk. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, you know, people can, will, experts, you know, in some degree will know more than me. But it's just asking questions and more questions to get an understanding. Okay, why is oil bad? What do you mean when you say oil is bad? How is that different from windmills and from um, solar energy and stuff? And, and right. what, you know, the electric cars and, you know, well, the solar panels in Casper, Wyoming are buried underneath sand in the ground because there's not a proper way to dispose of them. Okay, uh-huh. well, windmills, they take a ton of oil and they're really bad for the environment. They kill animals. I mean, we could go into a whole host yep. of different things. Yep. Whereas with, you know, again, not that there shouldn't be some oversight over oil companies, because I don't think that oil companies are, you know, outstanding companies. But so there should be oversight over them, someone to hold them accountable, mm-hmm. whether if that's a government or a, you know, private third party. But you know, typically speaking, when there's like an oil spill or when they're, uh, you know, when you're fracking on land out here, right, or anywhere, that land is going to, when the oil company is out, should be at the bare minimum back to what it looked like. But typically it's better than what it looked like yeah. because there's a whole host of things they have to go through to clean that. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I always now, when someone makes like a pretty, hard statement about something mm-hmm. like oh it's this and nothing else i always go like yeah really like are you sure that that's the case because especially when it comes from like mainstream at this point mm-hmm. uh because you never know anymore i and their 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 first statements a lot of the times when it comes out of their mouths i'm like i just have to be suspicious of this it's like even yeah. if it turns out to be true uh, you know, it's like, look at, we went from the whole like COVID thing into, well, you had like the COVID thing, you have the Biden laptop thing coming back up again, uh, that couldn't be denied. Like you, now you have all this yep. stuff going on in Ukraine where it seems like every week we're hearing these horrific stories. And then two weeks later, it's like, oh yeah, no, that wasn't exactly right. That didn't actually happen. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you have this thing where the, and this is just a generalized like statement, but it's like, you'll have a story come up where it's like. Russia slaughtered thousands of children and you're like oh no and then it's like two weeks later they go actually it was thousands of children but they were goats yeah. and you're like what what yeah you're like, political I, rates this as mostly true <laughs> <laughs> so and you know I, I jest a little bit with that but it's it's very much a, uh, a situation where sitting back and waiting and i think people are finally learning this now i could be wrong i wait until the next big thing comes out right um mm-hmm. because this is slowly happening where i you remember how in 2020 you had like all the george floyd stuff and for yeah. a while anytime a shooter came out people were jumping to the conclusion about like the race of the shooter mm-hmm. well after a while people got uh caught too many times assuming ahead of time the race of the shooter and then it turning out to be wrong 
Yep. So a, I think people have learned from that because, like, with this most recent one with the guy in New York, um, none. I I don't know if you saw any of it, but like, no one was talking no about it. No one was talking about it. It's just one of those things where it's like people just don't. And it's very, it's very interesting. And I don't want to go to that kind of like well it's because he wasn't the right race like because obviously it was getting covered on the news you couldn't have something that big happening in the new york subway and not cover it like people would be super suspicious of that but there was a time right and i don't know if it's because people are kind of going back to work now so they don't spend as much time on social media and so they can't get themselves in trouble as much anymore Mm -hmm. i i don't know i don't know what the answer to this is uh but there has been a suspicious amount of like quiet within social media chatter and the stuff that happened in New York. Yes, there has been. I I, agree with you. I don't know. I don't know. You know, he did get demonetized too. The shooter. Oh, (laughs) well, they, they took his page down. I don't know if he was ever monetized. Yeah. Uh, That's what I mean. They took his page down. down. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Cause I want to, I do want to talk about that. Yeah, I have a bit of the of beef with YouTube over uh, some of the decisions that they decide to make. But well, I think like when to before we get to this next topic, when you when it has to just always center around run one race, the race of the person shouldn't matter. It should be the horrific deed that was done, yeah, right? Like, and talking about it and why did you know, it happen? Reality, yeah, yeah, why did it happen? What you know, who was he or she, and so on and so forth. But the reality is, is that the legacy media, the corporate press, only exists. To keep us divided, they want Democrats and Republicans divided. They want black and white divided. They want you know so on and so forth, right? Well, yeah, and it's I, not like that negative, that fear. We saw it with COVID, right? The tracker, right? That fear and that negativity keeps clicks, keeps ratings. That's all they care about. They don't care about the truth. They care about money and power. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I I really wish that we lived in a society, at least in the near future, mm-hmm. where the idea of considering yourself part of a political party was really like kind of taboo yes you know what i mean it would be a nice start like obviously we've talked on the show about like what i would really like to happen but if we're talking like near future and really starting to get people away from this like very centralized method of uh voting uh down one specific aisle because i know a lot of people do it and a lot of people Mm -hmm. like to act like they're really paying attention to the issues um but going well i just voted down one side of the aisle and it's like, well, that means you voted for Lindsey Graham, right? Like, depending on where you live. Yeah. It's like, you, you do realize, like, who that guy is, right? And it's like, doesn't matter. He's still better than the alternative. And it's like, uh, and and I don't know. I, that, that, that whole, that's a whole other topic. It just kind of reminded me of that because it's like they divide uh, you because you said they divide like Democrats and Republicans or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it, it's such an odd thing in my mind now to think about. Because a lot of people know it, and yet they continue the same practices despite knowing mm-hmm. that. It's kind of exactly. like... Well, it's the same thing with Trump, too. It's like being able to say, uh-huh. like, him endorsing Dr. Oz, right? And Trump has a history of being a poor judge of character. He is a terrible judge of character yeah. with having John Bolton, you know, in his administration. And other. we could talk about other people in his administration, other people he's endorsed. And obviously... No matter who it is, you know, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, everyone on the outside in between up and down, left and right. No one's going to get things right 100 percent of the time. But I remember when we were talking leading up to the 2020 election, I was telling you, yeah, dude, for like two years, two and a half years, he sucked. 
by his administration sucked with the people that he chose. But then, you know, it started to get better uh, when he started to put different people in his administration yeah. that worked for him. And I think a part of it is this is like people talked about we and we've talked about it. You know, they say how much of a fighter he was when he got in office. He should have kicked out all the establishment people. Yeah, that he could. You yeah, know the what whole, I mean? The whole drain the swamp thing, and it's like, yeah, eh. it's like you gave javelins to other countries, my guy. Yep. Like exactly, it, it, and so like mm. him endorsing Oz, someone who is a liberal, mm-hmm. is a liberal. I died laughing. I'm like, dude. It just because it, to me, what it indicated is at the end of the day, the only thing he cares about is himself, right? Oh, his clout. Yep. Yeah. Just that. And as long as a politician doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican, freaking, you could be Antifa politician. As long as you support Trump, but I endorse this person for candidacy. Uh huh. Yeah. It really, it really didn't matter at all. And uh, yeah, I, I think it, it comes down to this thing too, where, and I wonder if part of it, I, I is that what people have to do is really stop taking federal elections as seriously and focusing more on their local and state elections mm-hmm. as a start and being like, you guys do things like, cause I know one of Mo's things is like tangibles. So whenever you're, it's like, it doesn't really matter who you are. It's like, what are you offering me as an individual? Yeah. And it's, it, uh, it's not exactly like where I don't line up with him a hundred percent on that, but I, I understand his sentiment where it's like, okay, if you say you're, you're a, more like conservative candidate right and you believe in like second amendment um if your whole campaign is more of like hey like one of the big things that i want to get done is turning like say my state of north carolina into a constitutional carry state um it's Mm. like oh that's interesting right for instance like the only reason i voted for the governor of north or voted uh, a few years ago whenever was it whenever that was Uh, was that 2020 is that right oh my gosh it feels like for anyway, uh, the only re- one of the only reasons I voted is because I was trying to get our current governor out of office because he right. sucks like he's he sucks. Uh, everybody knows he sucks. He's a fence sitter. Um, and we were in this mode where he was hurting the state because I was seeing all of these businesses and all these people around me losing their jobs, businesses going under this COVID thing, not nearly being what a lot of people were thinking it was. And yet he's just kowtowing to his party. Mm. Right. And I'm like, this guy's not good for the state. He's not good for the state for a lot of reasons. Um, and the other guy, he ran a, he ran a crap campaign for one thing, but at the very least, it seemed like he was going to try to get us out of like lockdown and probably reduce a lot of the things that were going on. If not fully like, uh, embrace, you know, sort of the, the Florida, Texas method. Right. Um, and for whatever reason, and I sometimes I'm a little like sketch about how much our current governor won by. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that seems like a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I won't say it was foul play, but anyway, all that to, all that to be said, it's you like, wouldn't be surprised if Jesus showed you what really happened. Yeah. and It came back. Right. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. you'd be like, oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, I say all of that just just as it's like, you know, what goes on with the, the we can't really make huge changes to the federal government. I really at this point, I don't think it matters who you get into the office. Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. It, it, People to put too much hope in a president as a savior. Mm-hmm. And again, that's why we say it starts back locally. We found out uh, under covid 
how much power sheriffs and local politicians had regarding COVID restrictions. Yep. Well, um, and, and just other things too, educa- education as uh, well. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, I think a lot of people realize how much power they had because it, it got yep. it made normal citizens like you and me realize like, oh, if I just take my mask off, nobody's going to say anything to me. Yep. It's like, and that's when I started getting to the point of, uh, I'm going to create this a meme. Like if they try to push this, uh, you know, even more so where it becomes more relevant, let's just say, uh, that Andrew WK song party hard. That's my <laughs> COVID-19, um, song. So <laughs> what do you think? That's what I would tell people. What do you think about, uh, when they would ask me, oh. when I see him at church, what do you think about COVID-19? Uh, go and listen to Andrew WK song party hard. That's what I think. I, I saw one this. It was on TikTok. This guy, he goes up to a guy and he goes, hi. Uh, he's like, how many genders do you think they are? And this guy looks at him. He goes, oh, I don't know, man. I just got here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Whoa. All right. Let's get on to a couple more of these these clips. Um, we got to talk. That's how Sean Penn always looks like. Is Dude. I don't know, man. I just got here. <laughs> he looks he looks rough. We're going to we're going to get into this. This is from a couple weeks ago and we never really talked about it um, because for one, we've been I, I feel like we've said most of what we need to uh, about Ukraine. And to be fair, this isn't really a I mean, it's about Ukraine, but it's more about Sean mm-hmm. Penn and uh, this conversation that he has with Sean Hannity. And then I have one more article that I just wanted to mention that people can go and read if they if they're really interested. Um, but he had an interview with uh, Sean Hannity, um, right. who, who will not be played on the show very often. But man, this is he says a couple things in here. Um, and and I, I think it goes kind of back to your point about how a lot of people thought Trump was a fighter. Um, and a lot of people really respect Hannity or whatever, too. And I don't I, he's as in line with the corporate press on the other side, too, because mm-hmm. he doesn't push back on Hannity on all these things. Uh, he kind of just lets the dude talk. And I'm just like, you're the kind of guy who would scream at someone from another network for a slight disagreement. Like, why is this? Yep. the? Why are you not like asking him why Challenging he feels him. this way? Yeah. Um, but this is the, it's the it's kind of the corporate press nowadays. Like they, that's not what they do anymore. Um, they just go, oh yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, sounds tough. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, I think part of the reason he doesn't push back against him is because he agrees with a couple of these statements that uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to play. So um, first of all, I wanted this this first part of the interview, which you can watch in full if you want to check it out in the show notes, um, is just talking about how. Sean Penn got involved over in Ukraine or allegedly got involved over in Ukraine, depending on how true this is. Um, mm-hmm. But but also, like, I kind of feel bad for this guy. He looks and sounds miserable. Like, he's got this attitude, like his favorite dog, like he personally backed over his favorite dog recently. Mm. That's the kind of energy that he gives off. So um, all that being said, I'm going to I'm going to play this clip uh, and see what you think. And we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, I think I was uh, on the, in a better part of the population, most Americans, in any, in any understanding of, of Ukraine. What was Ukraine? Who was Ukraine? Where was Ukraine? With the exception of a phone call between President Zelensky and President Trump that was made a lot of, 
and and uh, and the fact that President Zelensky had been a comedic actor who had played a character that then became the president and then became the president. We went initially to make a documentary that had a, a brought would bring home a sense of Ukraine and of the a profile of this president. But it wouldn't have been as interesting. And then you, the next thing you do is you see this buildup of Vladimir Putin on the eastern side of Ukraine. Right. Okay, so if you didn't quite catch that, he went over there to make a documentary about Ukraine. Mm-hmm. At least that's what we're being told. And it seems that part of that, and this is kind of an interesting thing, right? Because Zelensky's getting praised right now. Um, he was a comedic actor, right? Yep. Who was then, quote unquote, voted in. Now, we've talked about this in the past with uh, a, a, one of our shows a few weeks ago. Um about him probably being kind of a prop for the U.S. Um, yeah, put in Public by government. Yeah, put in by the Obama administration. What was it? Twenty fourteen? Is that right? Twenty fourteen. Um, we you know we talked about the whole like f the EU thing, um, and uh, yeah. So, it, it, but it's also there's some irony in it that he's getting praised and like he is borderline the same person as Trump. <laughs> like there's there's some some interesting. Uh, similarities between the two of them. It's really funny, and it made me think. I was listening to Obama um, talk yesterday with some interview he was given. I'm like, this dude's a good actor. They're all actors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've got okay. So this is the the big clip, um, and it, it's something that's important to pay attention to because mm-hmm. uh, Hannity's pretty big on Fox News, and he's having this like. A high-profile actor for the most part who's pretty involved over in Ukraine even if he's kind of looking like he's lost his mind a little bit um, and he makes some interesting statements that Hannity generally agrees with so we're gonna play this Ukrainians will win this the question is at what cost did they have in those early hours I know that Trump gave them javelins I know that they had some defenses but if you go back to the Budapest agreement they were at the time the third largest nuclear power in the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they made an agreement that they'd give those weapons to, the, to Russia to be destroyed in exchange for protection from Russia, Great Britain, and the U.S. Uh, lesson to be learned here, don't give up your nuclear weapons if you have them because you can't believe people like Vladimir Putin. Well, even countries that have nuclear weapons can remain intimidated to use them, and we're seeing that now with our own country. And I fear what that legacy is going to be. We don't. Well, no one wants to see a nuclear conflict. I don't want to see one. Nobody. At the does. same time, if only one Pause bully is going to be able Hang to on. use those weapons as a threat, we got to rethink what we're doing. Um, you know who he reminds me of talking right now who? is. Uh, uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, I was wondering if you were gonna you were gonna say that. Um, yeah, he has a it's a similar like vocal fry. Um, I don't know. I I don't know if is that what does JFK Jr. have? Does he have some kind of disease or something? Uh, he might. Uh, I'll look it up. But uh, let me look it up. Uh, but what did you think of that clip? What's what kind of stood out to you? Um, shoot, I was so distracted by his voice that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the voice was throwing me off. Um, no, just uh, was he saying, oh, yeah, when uh, Sean Hannity said, lesson to be learned, don't give up your nuclear arms, you know, when uh, to another government, right, and trust them. I'm like, Ukraine was just in a bad situation. 
you know, a, a hard, you know, caught between what's the saying? How's the saying go? Caught between two hard rocks. Um, a rock in a hard place. Yeah, rock in a hard place. That's it. And uh, you know, between Putin and the U.S., I mean, you know, that's never where you want to see yourself. Okay, so um, Robert Kennedy Jr. suffers from spasmodic dysphonia. A neurological disorder that affects muscles in the voice box. Mm. Let's see what causes that. Uh, it's also known as... Oh, I can't even say that. It's a disorder in which the muscles that generate a person's voice go into periods of spasms. This results in a break or interruptions in the voice, often very few sentences, which can make a person difficult to understand. So what causes it cause although the exact cause of uh, spasmatic dys- <laughs> dysphonia is still unknown uh, it, first risk factor crack me up being female <laughs> that's where vocal fry comes from yeah being female <laughs> uh, oh man being male age having a family history of neurological diseases interesting but yeah, what do you it's think possible, about that man. clip? Okay, so he's he's kind of all over the place because he mentions this very, uh, I don't want to say upsetting, eyebrow-raising thing where he essentially uh, says countries with nukes being afraid to use them. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are, are, are you asking us to nuke Russia? <laughs> and then he goes... You know, I don't want to see nuclear war. And you go, oh, okay, well, maybe that was just a misstep. And he goes, however, and you're like, oh, dude. If it came down to it, we should be fine with killing innocent people. Yeah, and Hannity doesn't push back on him at all. In fact, he he kind of just agrees with him um, because that's like oh, his whole MO. Yeah. I mean, he's never really changed. It's it's. There's a, a great clip uh, that I think you sent me a while ago of. Um, who was the other guy that used to be on Fox? Oh, Bill O'Reilly, and yes. um, Trump, and he's talking to Trump, and Trump's like, uh, "What did he say that like he did he say like America has committed like murder or it was it I, I can't remember his exact statement, but it was something along the lines of like, oh, like America's done terrible things, like we've killed lots of people, mm-hmm. and uh, Bill O'Reilly looked at him like he had no idea what he was talking about. And that makes me wonder if some of these guys are just mouthpieces for their networks. Like they don't really know what they're talking about and potentially, and it makes you wonder with like Bill O'Reilly, right? Like if they're, because it's really easy for someone who's acting to appear smarter than they are, especially if they're Mm -hmm. given a script and they're given certain things that they're supposed to follow the entire time. And it, and it makes you wonder if some of these guys aren't actually listening to what they're saying on a regular basis. And so when um, someone like Sean Penn comes out and he's saying this sort of stuff, O'Reilly's not really registering. No, sorry, not O'Reilly. Uh, Hannity isn't really registering what he's saying. And he's kind of going along with it where it's like, yes, America should have a strong reaction and help the Ukraines, right? Like that's kind of what right. he's hearing and he's missing the we should nuke them message now maybe that's giving Hannity too much credit but 
that's that's kind of where I lie with that. Um, actually, it's interesting too how much you know he pushes war as well. Yeah, let me play a little bit more of this because Hannity does react to him. So let's let's listen to exactly what he says. Okay. See, I think the West made a mistake in in this buildup that Putin, as he brought in ten thousand troops and, and twenty thousand, and we get up to a hundred thousand, and it became very clear, transparent, and obvious that he was going to go in and all the military equipment with it. At that point, I thought NATO countries and Western European countries and the U.S. should have anticipated what was pretty obvious and been arming the Ukrainians for that moment. And I don't think they were prepared either. Am I wrong? Okay, so yeah, I mean, it's it's not exactly like, he, he dodges a little bit of what Penn says, but he's essentially saying like, hey, we should just give weapons to this country, right? A thing that if another, like, First of all, like you look at it's like who are you, who are you like uh whose side are you on like for a lack of a better way of putting it right because it's like whose statement as you being like a Fox News anchor like who are you like towing to right what's his I think he's probably just wants allegedly some of his money to be laundered through the war maybe I mean maybe he's got dude maybe he's got uh money inside Assets these companies or, yeah. yeah you know what i mean um like raytheon or who you know uh, increase their stocks let it go up you yep. know just uh, various different things because the, the everyday person doesn't want war there yeah and, and that's it, yeah. you know the u.s wasn't involved in it ukraine would probably be in a lot better place yeah and, and the thing that would worry me right is if this had been the case right you're talking about arming a group of people willingly they, not that they haven't been doing it but doing it on a bigger scale against for for almost like no reason against a country that we're not at war with at all that we have that has not attacked us right that there's no like i don't understand to be honest and i know this is gonna sound harsh to some people like as far as like actual military conflict and even giving them weapons and sending them like tons of money i'm like why are we doing this like why what what is the purpose of we have problems here at home yeah we should be consolidating. But even, dude, even if we had no problems going on in the U.S., I'd still be asking the same question. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, what, what is the purpose of this, right? And they're like, oh, to, to help the Ukrainians. It's like, or the, the Ukrainian people or whatever. But it's like, but we're arming a group of people and unnecessarily like, getting ourselves potentially into a conflict with a nuclear power because of these decisions. David, you know our government doesn't care how many men, women, and children they have to kill for, to establish a democracy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyway, I, I thought that was pretty interesting, and it just goes to show you sort of where like the mainstream mindset is. And I put another article in there that I'm not going to go through too much. I did want to read this one little section. Um, this is from Bounding into Comics, and this was an interview that he did a little while ago. Um, you can find the original link, I think, somewhere in here where he was talking about it. Um, uh, he did a he made a statement, uh, a, kind of talking about the Ukraine in general, and I, I just thought this was interesting. He said, uh, "My intention is to go back to Ukraine." This is Penn talking, but I'm not an idiot. I'm not certain uh, what I can offer. Uh, he says, "I don't spend a lot of time texting." Uh, the president or his staff while they're under siege and their people are being murdered. Uh, I'd probably send one message uh, through the chief of staff. Here's what I'm looking uh, to do that I think would be a value. You only have to answer me uh, in one of two ways. Don't come or come and do what you're planning or come, but there, but here's where 
you could be more helpful, Pin added. Um, so he says, uh, I'm not a soldier. Uh, statistically, I've never really taken any risk at all. Uh, the only possible reason for me staying in Ukraine longer last time would have been for me uh, holding a rifle, probably without body armor, because a foreigner... Uh, or as a foreigner, you would want to give that body armor to one of the civilian fighters. Um, so you guys can go read this if you want to. Uh, Joseph, I don't know what you you think of his statement. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of strange as a foreigner. Even though you'd be fighting on behalf of it, Ukraine, you'd want to give. You'd want to not wear that armor so you can give yeah. it to a civilian fighter. Yeah. Well, aren't you? doesn't make any and, sense and it's one of those yeah. things that's like bro this isn't the battle of helms deep like they don't need yeah. every every uh fighting aged individual to go to ukraine yeah. to help them like especially because i know that dude doesn't know how to fire a gun yeah i would put and so much money on that <laughs> this is where diplomacy plays uh, uh, of course factor, yeah and and that's where it should have been from well, the not beginning good for business if if the u.s wanted to do anything to help ukraine it should have been a situation where biden said i will go and i will work something out with putin Right. It's like if you want to be like a quote unquote leader in the world. Right. That's what you do. That's what you should be doing is trying to figure something out because it's dude. It is a uh, what, what's the term that uh, a lot of people. Oh, like a, it's like this utopian idea. Right. Uh, in a weird way that people think that like blowing Russia off the map would make the world a better place or that like. <laughs> like murdering our enemies or people who disagree with us on, on certain things instead of kind of just leaving them alone as long as they're leaving us alone. Um, yeah. Like somehow that's not that there's, there's not moral justification for that because yep. I listen, I understand the fact that in countries like Ukraine or when in the middle East or wherever we're talking about where the U S likes to stick its nose uh, that men and women die, that children die and that sometimes it is unjustified and it's terrible. Right. But the minute that the U.S. gets involved, those numbers go up. And it's it's a situation yep. where you're like, we're not helping anybody. It's like if you want, if if the people of the United States somehow under our current government were able to be like, we want to, we want you to to go there and be a voice for us to be like, please stop. Like, what 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 do we need to do to make sure that these kind of things happen? Now, being a little cynical, I, I don't think much would change. I think it'd be like what you see a lot of the time where it's just like surface level change where they go the women are allowed in schools now but they're still getting like mercilessly beaten the rest of the time or people yeah. are still getting thrown off like rooftops and it it sucks but unfortunately it's like you can't control the world right it's right. it's not feasible uh economically like the u.s is trying to do it and we're literally destroying our economy right now being so involved in so many different things um plus you know, you look at what's going on with like Russia and they're they're blaming like the gas hikes and all the stuff that's been going on long before this was a thing on that now. Right. Like we're seeing it all sort of bubble up and everyone's like they call it like Putin inflation. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's man, it's it's nuts. Um, but yeah, I think that there's a way to, to try to like do your best. Right. Like think about um, North Korea. This is something that's been on my mind and it's it's more of like a working idea than anything. But if the U.S. actually cared about people, uh, for one, they would try, I assume, to get rid of a lot of sanctions on these countries because, as you and I both know, the sanctions end up hurting the people that are living in these places more than they do the government like systems. 
because mm-hmm. the, the these government systems they'll have money and they'll figure out how to stay healthy eating i mean like look at freaking king kim jong-un the dude weighs like 200 pounds if plus he's a big round guy like he's eaten well and yep. if you've ever listened to any of the interviews of people who have escaped from north korea who were just like normal citizens uh their lives aren't good over there like terrible it's it, that it, north korea is essentially a giant concentration camp and it's that's where like the irony of a lot of this stuff comes in into me where people will talk about all the time where they're like oh we care about people's lives we care about all these things i'm like do you though i was like your vote the way that you say that you vote or your need to vote for certain people doesn't give me that indication um it, it i i think that and you've said this a lot in the past there is this sense of narcissism that goes on both within the political spectrum, especially in the political spectrum, but we're seeing it from that entertainment side of things too, where people are wanting to see themselves in everything. Yes, they are. Um, and that's political realm where they're like, Oh, finally someone that looks like me has this political position where in my mind, I always go back to those memes where it's like under, under a Republican president, it's just like a normal bomber ship blowing people up. But then like under the Democrats or whatever, it's like a, it's got like the, the pride flag on it and like the black lives matter flag on it. Yeah. Like all those different things. And it's still doing the same thing. Um, and until we get to that place, man, I, and I was going to mention this earlier, like, I, I, I'm happy just constantly trying to get sort of like the church, right? Like mo- the modern church to finally open their eyes to like sort of the war machine and a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on on that end. And um, disavow the government. Yeah, because, well, y- yeah, that's that, that's a t- honestly, that's a little tougher. <laughs> I, yep. I'm trying to it's like one thing at a time. Right. And I think yep. I think that the the idea behind the war machine is a great place to start because you just have to keep talking about how these administrations are like blowing kids up yes you do that's it that's that's the line really it's like guys they're blowing up innocent civilians and you think that's okay yeah it's like can you just like justify it right because that's what a lot of people try to do like now if you if if i go in with the like well you need to disavow the government they're going to be like well romans 13 says or (laughs) you know it'll be it'll be whatever in that direction but if, if you can start from okay let's start with a majority of the church being on the same page that if our government blows up innocent civilians in other countries, um, the church as a whole should probably be speaking up on this in the same way. Right. Cause, and this is where people don't always like to make these connections where they go, uh, it, you know, I, they won't talk about that right there. Oh, that you can't talk about in the pul- that in the pulpit. It's like, all right, but you'll talk about homosexuality. You'll talk about abortion. Um, you'll talk about like, uh, like I guess racial issues, right? I was like, but mm-hmm. you won't talk about murder. Yep. And from that perspective, right? Like a on that kind of scale, it's like you you won't talk about how your taxpayer dollars and the the people that you're voting into office are justifying going to other countries and blowing people up for a decade. That's where your taxpayer dollars are going. Right. Forward. Probably. I mean, to be to be fair, like we're just printing tons of money because no one else in the world has as strong a value of currency as we do generally yep. um there's a lot That's that goes into that but, afloat so far but yeah y- your federal tax dollars in a way are helping to promote that um any kind of f- like federal uh stuff that gets gets passed in bills or, or um i i get i i'm so confused sometimes with Dude. uh what are the the oh shoot i had a brain fart uh the presidential like orders 
You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The emergency orders. Are you talking about the uh, executive? Executive uh, orders. Yeah. Orders. Where it's like he does that and everyone takes that as like law. And I go, "Uh, wait, but is it? Because like you hear from some people who are like, no, 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 no. That's not how that works. But then it kind of works that way. Yeah. And then you're like. Well, it goes through a whole process. Right. It, It does. And then it's like, okay, so everyone will talk about it in the moment, but then. I never know if it actually went through, and yeah. sometimes I think he, that it, they do it just so that uh, people like they they're like, oh, this is an executive order. He's signing it, and so for instance, with like the vax mandate, a lot of people, whether that actually went through or not, because I'm still not 100 percent sure. All these companies did it anyway before we ever found out if that actually happened or not. Yeah, and uh, people haven't woken up to the fact that these corporations, as we keep saying being in line with the government, you know, the government, instead of having to come out with, you know, a law that would be legal, uh, you know, just get the corporations to do it, you know, wink, wink. And it it sucks to say this, but if, if it is a hundred percent true, the stuff that was going on with, um, the most recent nominee to the Supreme court and she was giving lax sentences to, uh, Sec, like child sex traffickers or mm-hmm. pornographers or pedophiles, whatever the case may be um, with that. And then you have all these people from churches coming out and praising that a black woman is now on the Supreme Court. It's terrible. Yeah, you're like, okay, how are you justifying this, right? And then you get, and now Twitter's probably not the best gauge for that, but I have seen some of that where people are like, yeah, but she did these things. And they're like, why are you getting in the way of our celebration? Like that seems to be some of the response that I've seen. Um, I would love to actually have a conversation with someone about that. That's It'd like, be interesting, right? Yeah, you're like, uh, it's like it's but- even it's even more funny when you realize that Joe Biden was one of the ones that prevented the first black female Supreme Court yeah, nominee in true. the early 2000s it's under true. Bush. Yeah, they would more than likely someone would just be like, well, he he understands better now, right? Even though he's yeah. he 94 crime bill, like all of this stuff is. This, hey, man, this I is know why she got pushed so fast, you know, uh, because, hey, you know, she fits right in with the crowd for that. Help help the boys out. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, I mean, think about it. It was uh, ABC had that obscene story for how long? You know, before oh yeah, uh, it finally came out in the news, and the only person that was fired was the uh, lady that actually revealed it. Yep, we had and so all of that stuff with Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell has been swept under the rug, right? Mm-hmm. We don't hear about any of that anymore. The like the the Baldwin thing disappeared really quick. That that seemed like it probably should have stayed around a little bit longer. Um, even the Uyghur stuff, dude. Like people never talk about them anymore. Uh, like all anyone's doing is like, oh, it's Ukraine now. Ukraine is the new popular thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so fascinating. Um, and it's unfortunate that you can't really have conversations with people about this stuff anymore. Um, I, I tend to run into just a lot of uh, walls. Like people just put up walls pretty quick. Like they just don't yeah. want to. Uh, I think people are just so... I think you know what it is. It's still coming out of COVID, and everything has been so difficult and hard maybe. the past two to three years, and everything has been so negative constantly that a lot of people. I've just seen an influx of people not wanting to, you know, if they do talk about politics, not necessarily not wanting to talk about politics, but everyone's so polarized. And coming from you know out of this hard time with COVID and this negative and pessimistic mindset, 
everything just seems worse now. Yeah, and I don't, and, I don't and more divided with that. I, I have generally, because people, <laughs> people will ask about our podcast sometimes. This is a little, I guess, inside baseball. Um, people will ask about it, and depending on who it is, like I kind of, I kind of gauge it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like, how much can I talk to you about this? without it potentially getting into an argument or you like just straight up walking away from me yeah because um, i mean a lot of times like even like when people ask me stuff i'm like man i really just i don't want to talk about it. if you want to hear it like i do a podcast yeah. you're more than I, welcome to listen to it and then get back to me on yeah stuff. i will t- i will depending on the subject i will talk about things like if it's travel stuff and you know because we've talked about that or if it's stuff just n- newsy type stuff Without giving actual opinion about it, I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll tell people what I know and, and yeah. what I've what I've heard or what I've been researching. That's fine. If someone, and this doesn't happen very often, and it's probably for the best because legitimately, I just don't think most people can totally wrap their mind around it. But when it comes right. to like sort of, uh, I I guess you would say ideologically from a political perspective, like where I fall and like anarchism and a lot of that stuff. <laughs> there's like three people that i i generally will have that conversation with and sometimes yeah. other people like hear it and they're kind of interested but you can tell a lot of the time people are just like what <laughs> i know like huh? you want what and and it's it's always really funny um because i'm i'm not like as well read as some people when it comes to it but i know i know enough that i can generally like work through these things <clears throat> and it's always funny when you get into like the 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 conversations of that stuff, um, because of course the roads thing always always dude without fail, and I don't I don't know what it is about the modern American brain where you go I would I I would like uh, like taxes essentially to be gone right and especially after I finish paying my taxes this week I'm like guys I would have so much extra money during the year if I didn't have to pay taxes. Like, it's, Dude, it's even absurd. if they said, okay, well, you don't get access to public things. Everything has to be private for you. Okay. Yeah, like, all right. That's fine with me. Do I have to, can, right. I, can I pay you like a, a toll or something to use the roads yeah. or whatever? And, and or can I like, you know, you know, can I buy up the roads I use on a regular basis or like t- try to get that like crowdfunded or something? Like, I, I mean, that's, it's kind of ridiculous. But at the same time, it's a situation of, I, I've never understood what goes through people's minds when you're like, I would like so much more, like a lot of stuff completely abolished, right? And it, and it right. starts in a certain place. And you and I have talked about this before. It's like a, it's a, it's a slow stepping, uh, like stepping process. It's not a all everything at once, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you say things like that and people go legitimately, they're not even joking. They'll go, who will build the roads? And you're sitting there going, so you think, right? You could go to any city in America, right? Uh, we could even take like Asheville and you go, the roads don't get worked on now. You don't think that it would be better if you and the people in your community had to come together and make sure that stuff was maintained, right? You or prob- a private company. Yeah, and you probably would get better Locally. pricing, right? Because yep. do you know what happens in a free market? People uh, can like contest with each other to get the pricing for your your job. It happens all the time. Now, it's not 100% perfect. You can go and you can look at a lot of the stuff that, that goes on in Hollywood with uh, the way that it's like the um, the race to the bottom in some industries. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you if people are willing to like kind of gatekeep a little bit with that, <clears throat> uh, you can 
make this stuff work, right? And it's not like it's going to be the most easy thing in the world, right? But it's better than a lot of the other stuff that we've generally had uh, going on. Um, also, if you're not having to pay the federal government uh, taxes, you are not supporting a lot of stuff that, at least from a conservative perspective, right, um, with with the issues for like you and I that count on that end, wars, abortion, um, there's probably a couple other ones that I'm, I'm not thinking of. Just sort of general like force that comes from that. Um, that's not on your conscience anymore. Yeah. Or even vice versa. So for someone who has opposite views from us, like, you know, they're not now their tax dollars aren't going to things that they, they don't support. The don't yeah. get, don't don't gay say bill. Yep. <laughs> OK, let's get exactly. to this. Let's get to the stuff in New York so that we can get out of here and you know, we may end up talking about it a little bit more. Um, I'm going to go ahead and play this clip. Uh, this is one of the original reports right after uh, the shooting took place in New York last week. Um, and I wanted to go with this because a lot of the other ones just kind of suck. Uh, And this is more of an actual like, hey, here's kind of what they knew at the time. News now out of New York City. There's been a shooting on the subway in Brooklyn. We know at least 13 people are hurt. Uh, Possibly five people have been shot. Uh, This video right here is just in of people running out of a train. You can see smoke in the background. Yeah, the rampage reportedly started in a subway car. There are multiple crime scenes, and the gunman was allegedly seen wearing a gas mask. ABC's Rena Roy is live outside the 36th Street station, the subway station there with more, Rena. Well, Samantha and Terrell, you can imagine an attack like this during the height of the morning commute is every New Yorker's worst nightmare. If you take a look behind me, you can see just a massive crime scene here in the Sunset Park neighborhood of Brooklyn. And power to the N and the R subway lines has been shut off for now as police try to hunt down the gunman. Police now telling the feds in a memo that investigators assess this was a coordinated attack, but still no word on a motive. The NYPD desperately searching for a gunman wanted for shooting multiple people. They say he may have been wearing a gas mask and an orange construction vest. The massive crime scene spanning two subway stations in two different neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Right now, it's not clear whether the shootings took place on the trains or on the subway platforms. 36th Street and 4th Avenue. Shot. Police are also investigating whether a smoke device was detonated just before the gunman opened fire. They all you hear was a big loud noise, it sounded like like an explosion, and then there was just people running out of the train stations. More than a dozen people were hurt. This all unfolding just before 8:30 a.m. in the. Okay. Um... So that's kind of the basic information of it. Most of that turned out to be true. I'm pretty sure that he did have a smoke grenade. Okay. Um, Because they're illegal. A lot of people don't realize this. You can actually buy a launcher for those things, too. I really want one. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully the the feds aren't listening to this. Um, Yeah, so uh, there were a couple other things that were interesting about this. No one died. Um, Oh, really? He didn't? He he did not. As as of listening to some reports yesterday, uh, no one was dead. Uh, I think it was 13 or so injured. Maybe a little bit more than that. No, you know what? The number might be a little higher than that. Uh, it was a pretty high number of people getting injured, but they, I don't think all of them were necessarily shot. You know, it's like people panicking, um, getting right. hit and run over or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I thought it was weird, right? You're in this subway station. This guy had, they, he, the report was that he had a Glock 17, which is your standard police issue Glock, just to, for people out there that aren't as familiar with those things. Like, that's that's the standard. Um, 
and then you have the 19, which is a compact versus a subcompact, which is smaller than that. Um, it holds, I think, 17 rounds. Um, maybe it's a little more than that. It might be more than that. I'd, I'd have to go back and check. It's, I don't have one, so I don't. I'm not totally sure. But anyway, it's a it's a it's a pretty big gun. It can hold quite a few nine millimeter. Um, what was the other stuff? Uh, the YouTube page thing, which we'll we'll get into in a minute. Um, but the guy is clearly unstable. Um, I'm yeah. not. I I thought about playing the clip that I got, but it's in the show notes. So if people actually want to hear this guy from one of his YouTube rants, you can. Um, it was just very vulgar. Yeah. It was one of those things that I was like, eh. Like it's not. It doesn't really add anything to the show necessarily, except like, oh wow, like he's. And if we, and this comes back to if people were donating, we'd have time to go through and bleep a lot of this stuff or out. Clip, editing. yeah, clip moments yeah. that aren't as like vulgar in that sense, right? Um, because if I hit, even if I had like tried to edit that, it you wouldn't hear anything. Yep. Because he's just he's just saying a lot of it's it's very like racially motivated. Um, I've heard some other things from him. Um that were he like the even like with the new supreme court justice like she's married to a white man he didn't like that like it he's you could say like a i guess like a black supremacist or he's like ra- like a racial supremacist in that sense um at least from what he was saying now mm. here's the and and this is a question i wanted to ask you too um cuz i'm sure you knew where i was going with this um the whole youtube situation right where they took his his content down mm-hmm. um i really wish they hadn't and i say that because they are so quick to remove these things because it doesn't fit their guidelines but when it comes to like the stuff that you and i are doing i don't i have to trust essentially the news and what people other people are saying rather yes. than hearing it for yourself exactly now that's why we have our show notes so people can go and find and read and listen to these things for themselves uh-huh. not just take our word for it uh-huh um you there there's rabbit holes that you can go down with a lot of this stuff so it, it honestly it but and I, it's never bugged me in the past as much as it did with this one because for one i was like all right well this could be a really interesting um like show for us to do but yep. I was, dude, it was like 24 hours after this had happened, they completely removed his YouTube page. And yeah, they're you fast can, on it, man. Now, you can go, if you search for his old username, which was really interesting, it was uh, Prophet of Truth 88 um, you can find videos that people managed to get off of his YouTube page. Um, right. Some of them are pretty long, but if you're kind of curious about, like, the way this guy's mind was working, um, it, it's out there. It, it is possible to find it even still on YouTube. There's stuff that hasn't been taken down from other people's channels. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you feel any differently about it. But it, I, and I'm not even saying that at some point you do get rid of his content, right? Right. But the fact that it was so fast and that I now can't go find it and try to understand what was going on a little bit better. Yeah, and that way for us to be able to for the people who listen to our show for them to be able to understand him a little bit better I, I feel like you're doing a disservice to the public yeah no I think it also people like getting inside other people's minds see what yeah. led them down certain avenues to eventually get to a place like this yeah and so I, and it makes me think they're hiding something yeah 
because it, of course the cameras weren't working in the subway in the area yeah. where he was shooting right um of course just life with epstein yeah yeah it, yeah <laughs> another glitch right and um no agenda did a really good report on this i wish i'd been able to grab it where or at least they found a really good report where they were talking about how the cameras in the subway system are constantly like that right or and and it goes it constantly makes me go why do the people in the city think that their government is still confident enough to take care of them right because when they the, can't even run cameras yeah and then it's it's super sus this whole situation because for one the quote unquote uh, ghost gun stuff uh was just um signed by Biden uh the executive order for a lot of that um what's that bull crap it's about making lowers for uh guns uh, because the lower is what has to have the serial number on it. Yep. Um, and people can 3D print a lot of the, the stuff for that. And so they're using it as kind of like a scare tactic, right? Where they're saying, ooh, these go- ghost guns, right? Because that's the uh, the term for these like three, 3D printed lowers, which is even a full gun. Like you still have to get other parts. But because that's the part that's tracked generally, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the government doesn't like not being able to track uh, firearms. Yep. Um, and then not only that, but there's this part of me that wonders because as soon as this happened, you started seeing all these calls for more and more police presence in New York, right? And this is a guy who allegedly was being followed by like the FBI. Um, I think the like the NYPD was aware of him because he'd been arrested a number of times. He had like criminal charges. Um, and like we were saying earlier in the episode, it seems like nobody's paying attention to this. Yep. Like they just want this guy to kind of go There's away. They're gonna put him. It looks like he might get life in prison. Um, it's very weird that this isn't like a bigger story. So yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So you can go. You can check out his uh, the the video. Uh, it's it's a couple minutes long or whatever. You'll probably watch a minute of it and go. Oh, okay. I kind of get what this guy's all about. But yeah. Um, then you also have the situation with Mayor Adams, and I wanted to play that because this guy is... We've, we've had Mayor Adams on the show before, Joseph. Yes, um, we have. Talking about drill music, and uh, he can't help himself. He does bring it up again, but I wanted to play... And being racist, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, what, have you seen... Okay, I'm, we're getting on so many tangents, it's fine, but have you seen the clip of people where they're going... Like, people are going like, uh, Cracker is not a racial term or whatever and someone goes nah 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 dude it's like you can say crack uh but you can't use the r (laughs) (laughs) that's too good yeah all right so here's uh here's mayor adams there's a couple other clips in here but we'll just play this one because it gives a good overview and then we'll close out mayor adams in many ways frank james was hiding in plain sight even before the attack. He was arrested several times. He had YouTube videos packed with hate and suggestions of violence. Do we need a better way to track individuals like this before they take this violent action? And whose responsibility is that? Uh, Yes, I do. I believe we do. Uh, I think social media uh, must step up. There's a 
corporate responsibility. Um, when we are watching hate brew online, uh, we could what identify yep. uh, using artificial intelligence and other methods to identify Deflecting those who are talking about violence. And you, you know my uh, concerns around even uh, what's called drill music. Uh, not all drill music, but those that talks about inflicting violence on rival gangs. That is driving uh, some of the shootings we're seeing in the parts of the Bronx. Mayor but well, it's not yeah, a but sheriff not said guy. yeah <laughs> like literally there are studies out there for this dude like come and, on and man he, he, and he's just def completely deflecting from yep. blaming the fbi blaming the federal government yep. blaming his government yeah it's like bro, you know? it's your city right yep. and then the it's really interesting because my other answer would be and of course this is new york but it would be totally different where it's like well citizens should arm themselves Yep, exactly. It's like if there were more armed citizens, yeah, boom. Take control of your own safety and your own life. It's like because the police can't do it for you, even if they want to, they can't do it for you. Yep, they can't be there. They can't. They like this guy, and this is why it's always really interesting to me the way that um, you have to wonder about like the the way some of these like shooters think because this guy at least from what what we're hearing he was either on the platform in the subway really busy area right very condensed um mm -hmm. should have been really easy for him to hit targets um or if you're in a metal tube right that's not really stopping and even if it, it does you, you can't easily get off of it necessarily and you're telling me it's like that the thing that's going to save the lives of new york citizens is just having more police around like are you going to put one yeah. on every car like every train car? Is yeah, that what right. you want? Or, or is there going to be one dude hanging out in the station that might be able to get to him? And and yep. again, this is a topic that people don't always like to consider. Um, but especially when you start carrying, it's just something that you become more aware of in areas, right? Where it's like, okay, I'm here's where I am in like this movie theater. It's like, where is the most productive place for me to sit? allegedly being armed which i have to say because mm. movie theaters technically don't want you to do that right um and that's the question you have to ask yourself it's like okay i'm in a restaurant what's what's the best position for me right mm. where do i what's need to the be? best position for you in a movie theater you sit at the top uh no <laughs> uh generally it's like mid because i can't i can't sit that close because i still want to watch the movie right right um but no if you if you're like way well if i was going to sit there it would have to be furthest away from a door mm -hmm. because you don't want to be your back turn. Cause if you're in a theater, the doors are in the back, right? Right. And you don't want to have your back to someone that easily. Um, you, and you know, you've heard, I'm sure you've seen this. Like there were people who are like, Oh, I don't like having my back to any door when I'm in a restaurant. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, you don't, you're not even carrying like what, yeah. what good is that going to do? Like you, you might see the guy first. Um, but yeah, that's it's just something people don't think about. And again, it's because we've given away a lot of our personal responsibility to the government who is doing a terrible job at taking care of it. But it's kind of this uh, this myth that all of these agencies, whatever they might be, are on your side or you're paying their their salaries or whatever. It's like, y'all, it's like, come on. Bro, I got a great story for you before we close out. Okay. Speaking of this, so one time I was asleep. I don't know if I like sleepwalked and did this, but I called 911 by accident. And I <laughs> came to while it was ringing, oh, and the no. person picks up, and I was like, 
I am so sorry. I was asleep and I accidentally called. I'm like, now cops are going to come and they're going to check everything <laughs> out. And I'm like, crap. Thankfully, they never did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was too funny. <laughs> but yeah, people get armed. Protect yourself where you can. Get out of New York because they don't want you to be oh, armed. Oh, dude. I they just, think I, you just need to depend on the government more. I could not live there. I could not live in New Jersey. Like any of these states where they're basically mm-hmm. like, no, you can't. You California, can't do Washington. Like they they don't care about your safety. Oregon, yep. Um, it, it yeah it's it's nuts, man. I I I mean I could go on for hours about that topic of just it's like the more time goes on, it's like okay you're worried about shootings. It's like who's gonna who's coming to your rescue if you get stuck in that situation? It's like you're mm. just you're just hoping yep. for someone else to to be able to take care of it. It's like it seems a little uh seems a little lazy you know and yep. th- you might be wrong like it doesn't really matter where you are in the country like it it's not necessarily uh something that someone else is going to be able to take care of for you exactly and it seems to be random man i mean like and all those people all those people hanging out in that that subway weren't thinking that was going to happen to them that day no one generally people aren't actively thinking like you know something terrible is about to happen uh, yeah yeah, which uh, I don't know. It seems to happen enough in places that you're like, well, maybe even that one percent chance. Like, maybe I need to to figure out what is the best method, right? Because like mm-hmm. even this situation, I go, all right. It's like, do I need to like carry a gas mask with me? It's like just have a backpack, like a bug out type bag that has like these things. Because I mean, like if a smoke if a smoke bomb goes off in a su- like a, a subway car, like you're kind of screwed. You are screwed. Especially um, if the person's wearing a gas mask. Yeah, too. yeah, uh, I, and that's why it's like it, se- it seemed very planned. Um, even on like the tr- like the the subway station, like it's not going to be as bad as if you were in the car, but that's going to really mess up your vision. You're not going to have any idea what's going on. It might, you know, if you start inhaling that stuff, it's not a pleasant time. Um, it, it's so weird, man. Like the anyway, we, I, I could go on for so long about all this stuff. Um, but do you want to? Do you have anything else you want to add before we we close this out? No, man, I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, I wasn't expecting us to go for an hour, so <laughs> I guess that's good. <laughs> You're fine. Um, all right, well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we will be back on Thursday talking about some entertainment news. That episode will probably be shorter. Um, this one ended up running about the normal length of time, which is fine. You guys get some extra content. Um, thank you all for listening, and until Thursday, take it easy. Politics ruins everything. Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort so question as if you Warshack. Horsemen, force men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it homes, it's that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blinders on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and last to nonsense cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person in politics and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey, hey. Looking at the technological advances. 
I used to be on dial up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was candid. And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table, got a post. Social media got us connected as ever on every medium. Should be more righteous and clever, but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious. Evil's immediate, tedious that you gotta be remediate. Cause idiots get heebie jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you. Try to ruin your whole life, cause you say what they dislike. God forbid y'all disagree without a fight. The type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your trifle subject, your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing, not adding up when. You're sad enough at a sad sack that gets aggravated And now you pay it forward, let people make your blood boil Emotions firing like microwave foil or the oil They annoy you, you add another's neck for the wrong reasons Election years now seeming like full-blown seasons Man, you let politics ruin, or rather control Your whole life, man, you gonna be a miserable person Straight up And unfortunately, that's where we're at a lot of people are consumed by this, and it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors.